0: Hello everybody and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Good morning Reddit, good morning internet, whatever, whatever. Welcome to episode 211 for Tuesday, December 7th, 2021. Can you believe 2021 is almost over? I can barely, I, I that is mind-blowing to me. It has gone by so quickly. And maybe thank Christ, right? You know? In a lot of ways this year can suck a muffler. In a lot of ways 2020 can also suck a muffler. You know what I'm getting at. But right now this is our little escape. It's our we're having our morning coffee. We are uh visiting with each other like we so often do. We're recording the Chicago Tony V show podcast for our Spotify listeners. We want to say hello to Spotify. How are you? Now this morning, because Reddit was giving me a little trouble yesterday, I got on Reddit a little early, did a pre-show to make sure it's still working, kicked the tires a little bit, uh, put some gas in the tank, and here we are. It's working great. A lot of the VIPs that we all know and love are in the live stream. We've been visiting, catching up, and um, and uh, we're we're uh, headed. We're we're going to lay down a really great show today. That's the goal. That's the goal. I'm gonna sip a little coffee. Now, you guys, I had a flashback yesterday. Now, I'm not gonna get into a whole lot of detail, but uh, let me let me suffice it to say, all right. The big diesel is uh, is uh, in the thick of it, right? There's some drudgery going on with life. I'm not going to get into much more detail, but, uh, you know, have you ever had, have you ever had those days where it's like, oh, fuck, here we go again. Here we go. Now, of course, I've said it many times. Thank God for for this show. Thank God for the show, because this is my, this is my escape now. So I don't know what I would do without all you goofy people and doing the show. But anyway, there's been a little bit of drudgery in other areas of the Big Diesel's life. And uh, last night I was just having one of those moments, right? Where it's like, oh God, when is this going to end? And I had this total flashback to this movie. I don't even know why this popped into my brain. All right. But here, here it is. Um, there was a documentary that I saw. It might be 10 years ago now. I don't know how long this sucker has been around. Has anyone seen the documentary touching the void touching the void? I'm very certain it's done the rounds on, you know, all the streaming things, Netflix, whatever. Um, What's the other one? Amazon has a streaming thing too, right? Prime. Good morning, I had to say it, Pod. Good to see you. So, touching the void. Now, forgive me. I'm going to talk about this documentary this morning. And forgive me. It's been probably 10 years since I've seen it. So, I'm going to be wildly off in some areas for sure. But I like to believe... That uh it's it's not gonna be the important areas. The the meat of the message that I want to share that I'm re- I remembered last night from this documentary is gonna be intact, whether or not I get some of the details wrong, which surely I will. Now, for those of you that are who are saying, uh, oh no, are we gonna get a spoiler on this Touching the Void movie? Uh yeah, it's been out for 10 years. If you haven't seen it yet. That's your problem, but I'm going to talk about it because it, this was something uh, of use for me last night. It just popped into my head. So, Touching the Void is a story of two very serious, uh, let's call them mountain climbers, mountaineers, whatever. Adventure dudes. They were taking this trip, the two of them, to climb some sort of mountain. I can't remember where. It was some country like Nepal or some, some shit like that. Where it was is not all that important. But these dudes were serious. These these are type A dudes. You know, some people, some people just need an adventure. It's not enough to, you know, flip on Jeopardy. And it's not enough to, uh, you know, cook out on the barbecue every once in a while. Some people need adventure and they got to go do shit. A lot of times, these types of people are annoying as hell. Right? They're always accomplishing things, which I, I just, you know. Like, I know someone. It reminds me the Disney. Uh, at Disney, several years ago, there's a marathon. They do a half. It's, it's a marathon weekend. The first, like, the Saturday is a half marathon. Then the Sunday is a marathon. Well, she did the half marathon on Saturday and injured her leg. Like pretty badly. So she came back from the half marathon, limping around and for a guy like me, it's like, oh, okay, well there's your answer. Don't do the full marathon. No, this wasn't even a question because she is one of these A-hole type A type uh, personalities. It is what it is. So these guys are that kind of thing. They need excitement. They need to be challenged. So they went to, they planned this trip to some mountain, maybe Nepal. I can't remember where it was. But they're working out. They're getting strong. They're getting all their equipment together. They're excited. They go, they go on their trip to go climb their mountain. And with this type of mountain, mountaineering they're doing, it's one of these deals where you go up to a base camp and then you have to camp out for a while. It might be several days you're like acclimating. And shit like that. And so they had a good camp out, Which for me, a guy like me, that end of trip. It's like, I'm good. I don't need to go up there where all the snow is. I'm good. We had a nice camp out somewhere up this mountain. Super exciting. Let's go home. And have a hot chocolate. But these guys were type A's and they had to keep going. So they were up on the mount, mountain. And it was... Uh, if I remember correctly, horrible weather, like they got caught in a storm type thing, maybe low visibilities, horrible weather, snow everywhere, right? Well, they basically got kind of disoriented. And one of the two guys ended up stepping out on something that was where there was no ground below or there was some sort of hole or something. Um, in the midst of this horrible storm. And this dude plummeted. He plummeted. He fell down. And he uh, broke his leg. I believe he snapped his femur. If I remember correctly. Horrible. Horrible. Fracture of his leg. Well. The other guy. Again. This is like a white out storm. Super dangerous. They're disoriented. Wind is blowing. They can't even hear each other. And everything. And this... This guy drops, he falls off the mountain, his buddy thinks. Well, I think in reality, he had just fallen, I don't know, 20 feet or 30 feet or something. Horrible injury, but he couldn't even, it was so loud and so windy, they they couldn't even hear each other. So the one guy just thought, my buddy just fell off the mountain. This is horrible. And he knew his life, he thought he's gone. And his own life was in danger. He had to he had to take care of number one, and uh, and head back to base camp, broken hearted because he thought my friend just died, right? Well, it turns out the friend didn't die. How do I know this? He was in the documentary. <laughs> anyway, but he was down there with a horribly broken leg on the side of a very challenging mountain snow everywhere and now all he can think of is he's he he figures my buddy just went back down to base camp like like any sane person would do and he figures this guy's gonna be at base camp two three days max and then he's gone and i'm dead i'm a dead person so this guy decided, I gotta make it back to base camp with my compound fractured leg on the side of a mountain. It was horrible. It was horrible, horrible, scary situation. I mean, for this type A mountaineering type personality, even he, this was, this is bit, bit off more than he could chew. It was uh, very, very trying. Now, obviously they get through it. The thing... The thing that I took from this deal, the thing that I took from this deal is the broken leg guy. (laughs) When he talked about how in the world he made it back and what he was doing, how he, the mindset that he was in, what he did is he broke that whole thing down into very, very, very small chunks. So instead of worrying about okay, I got to get down to base camp within 2 days or I'm a dead man. It was too overwhelming. He couldn't he couldn't even go there. Too overwhelming. So instead what he did is he would say um I got to get to that rock right over there. That's it. That's all he was willing to kind of worry about. That's all, that's as big of a bite as he could bite off. And so he would then, his whole world was getting over to that rock that I could see. And he was in tremendous pain. He was, he was immobile and all that stuff. And he would just, he would limp. He would finally make it over to the rock. And he'd have a little moment. Like, it's like I achieved that thing. And then. He would find the next thing. Okay, there's a little stick over there on the ground. Over there. And he and he would endeavor to go to the stick. He did this over and over and over. Little bite-sized achievable chunks in his condition. And that sucker. And of course, he had no provision. No water, no food, all that shit. He, uh... Dude made it back to base camp in time. Stumbled into base camp before his buddy left. It was a freaking miracle and Just last night it popped into my head That's what it is I, I think this is I, I this is A good way to look at life for For anybody Like I remember a letter we had in the mailbag Not too long ago that The person was like do you plan out your life You know do you have a three year plan Do you have a five year plan and all that stuff You know um, I think there's a lot of value And I think for me, I need it, this is good for me to re-remember. I need to just take it like hour by hour, minute by minute, right? A lot smaller chunks. What do they say um, about climbing a mountain? It's it's you're ste- It's really you're stepping over every pebble. You didn't step over a mountain. It's like pebble after pebble. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> But uh, anyone should go check out "Touching the Void." I'm sure it's up there on whatever Netflix, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well worth it. I think this is good for me. I'm gonna rewatch it. You know, I've never seen so few comments while I'm talking uh, compared to right now. Amberglow says what why that title it sounds like some catholic priest documentary It is not a catholic priest documentary I don't know whether to be offended by uh, Amber's comment or not not that I'm a catholic priest Touching the void Oh the touching part I get it I don't know why I don't know why Oh, I had to say it, Pod. says, sorry. Sorry for the no comments. It was just interesting. Oh, well, that's nice. That's fabulous. (laughs) That's good. But see, now now I'm thinking, oh, my God. All these other times, I'm not interested. That's why people are, are... I'm not interesting. That's why people are commenting so much. You can't win sometimes with me. Anyway, this is good. So... What's so funny is this popped into my head. Now, last night, this was at a time where I just wanted to go to to bed. I'm an early to bed, early to rise person. Many, many mornings these past few weeks, I've been up at 3 in the morning. That's pretty, it's pretty significant, 3 a.m. But last night, this, this idea of touching the void jumped into my mind. And I just remember this guy. I don't need to get back down the mountain. I just need to get to that rock. And then I'm going to worry about the rest later. So, like, I was sitting there on some sort of YouTube jag or something like that last night with things that I knew I needed to do. You know, I got to do some dishes. I got to put another load of laundry in the thing. And I what I did is I just broke it down instead of like, uh, okay, I got to put another load of laundry in. It's just, I gotta stand up off the couch. That's my first thing. Boom, I stood up. Okay, now I gotta go walk over to the hamper. Okay, now I did that. It's funny, I got all sorts of shit done last night before I went to bed, just from this change of mind. Changing my viewpoint. Now what's sad is I will forget that I ever thought of this. I'll forget that I ever made the connection in like two two or three days tops. I'm going to be the same loser that I always am. Will some of you people please remind me? Just t- t- every once in a while, just Tony, touch the void. Just feel free to put it in the comments. Just henceforth. I'm sure Sofa will remember that. Um, let's see. <laughs> I had to say it, Pod. So kind. It says, Tony, you're always interesting. Otherwise, I'd still be a bed. Um, Georgie says, my current situation of wanting to walk again, I have to break it down into small goals. I'm not mount, mountaineering or anything, but have to tackle it in a similar way. Boom, exactly. Georgie, have you, I'm assuming you have not seen this, this movie? You should see it. You should watch it today. It's very inspirational. Very inspirational. The Sharper 17. Says, hey again, Tony. How's it going? It's going well. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. What do you have going on uh, today, The Sharper17? I feel like I'm supposed to remember who you are. There, there's too much going on. Georgie has not seen Touching the Void. So Georgie, uh, it is your homework today to watch that movie. and then And then let's talk. Let's compare notes. I should watch it again today, too. Oh, Amber says, I heard you say touch the boy. Just realize it's void. Holy shit on a shingle. Yes, to be clear, everybody, everybody. Do I need to upgrade my audio system? Touching the void with a V like vacation. Touching the void. Oh, my God. Sorry about that, Amber. I need to enunciate better. By the way, before I forget, before I forget, I have a hard out at 7:45. That's what she said. I have a hard out. Uh uh I I have to uh yeah. So 7:45. I have an alarm on my phone, but my phone is hooked up to the uh to my audio board for phone calls. Which maybe I should put that up there if anyone feels like calling in. If I noticed it, let's see. Let's see what that looks like. Oh, now taking calls. Now taking calls. Um. Anyway, heart out at seven forty-five. Okay. It's one tune with ads. I gotta get it out of my, get out of my thing. Oh, the sharper one says, "No worries. Got a day of teaching music today. Good to see you this morning." Good to see you. You don't teach trombone by chance, do you? That would be so weird. Anyway. Long story. It's a nice tune right there. But anyway, there this was a good lesson for me. Wait, your instrument is trombone? That's impossible, says the Sharp 17. That's my instrument. You're a trombone instructor. What hairstyle do you have? If you don't mind my asking. (laughs) There's a reason. Okay, there's a reason. Just work with me. Yeah, Georgie knows what I'm talking about. Anyway. There's so many little things that I need to hop on and do. Um there's lots of things I want to do for the show everybody. Lots of things. I want to get I want I want to get more of a presence on YouTube. I have this game show idea that I would be so fun that I want us to do like on a little special event, kind of like an evening with but more fun. Jim O'Pix says, thank God that this time you are not on Twitch. Why don't uh, are are you registered with me over on Twitch? Are you opposed to Twitch? Are you not following me over to Twitch for some reason? Oh, Amberglow just heard the Ray Ray trombone episode this weekend. That was a classic. That was one of my all-time favorites, except that um, I felt horrible afterwards for blindsiding Georgie like that. We made up. You know. Oh, that's true. Sharper has work, right. That's right. Good point, Georgie. I've got a a short comb over with a beard. Okay. Good. You pass. If you want to understand why in the world what in the hell we're talking about you should go you should somehow maybe Amber could dig up the episode the, the uh, there's an episode about a trombonist way back in the day oh To me, it's just so Jim O'Pick says to me it's just bagging as F. Bagging as I don't understand that jargon. You're are you from Australia? Am I remembering correctly? We have an international show and kind of a growing list. Uh thankfully, we have a growing a little growing list of listeners slash viewers and stuff. And but the problem is I have a decrepit brain it's and it's getting worse and worse so the show was already past this point where i can keep any sort of sense i can't make sense i can't remember things there's too many people going going around going on It just is what it is you know so anyway with um speaking of uh speaking of what the hell was I speaking of? Speaking of Twitch. I just want to remind everyone. You know, sometimes, especially Fridays, it seems like um, I'm going to be over on Twitch. Who knows? Maybe more. the Maybe more pepperonis get uh, banned from Reddit. We might just finally do start doing more and more shows over there. I don't know. But uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Chicago Tony V. That's where you want to be. Now, because I have to bow out a little early. Um... I'm always trying to stay ahead of the mailbag. Thank you for the follow, um, the Sharper17. Thank you, thank you. Now, you would think that that would mean that Reddit will alert you when my show goes live, but that's not the case. (laughs) Reddit stopped alerting followers. I don't know why. Anyway, um, so let's see here. Let's get in the mailbag. So I want to remind you that um, if you want to send a letter into the show, it's like people seem to love it. I enjoy it. I love just some of the interesting um, questions we get. You just kind of never know what you're going to get. That's sort of why I like it. And if you want to send a letter into the show, send it to our email address. The email is chicagotonyv at gmail.com. And eventually, your letter's gonna get on the show. That's the way it works. So, um, but I always, uh, I always got to get some mailbag in there because I like to stay ahead. I don't like the letters to languish too long, you know, or else maybe people don't need my help anymore. It's weird. So, okay, let me get to the first letter here. Dear Tony, tis the season. Give me your top three holiday movies that are must watch for you every year. This is from Kevin from Sandwich, Illinois. Sandwich, Illinois? I think that's right near Jeff the Vet Author, if I'm not mistaken. Like, maybe a little south of him? Sandwich. I always like the name Sandwich for a town. I mean, it's so positive. It's like you go to this town, they're going to feed you. That's what it makes you think think of, I think. That's just me. All right. My top three holiday movies of all time. Um, Let's see. In no particular order. Or maybe I should put them in a particular order. My top three holiday movies. I got to put the Grinch in there. The Grinch. And I, I would even say like both Grinches. Like so the original. Um. The cartoon with the uh the Tony the Tiger voice guy singing the Grinch song. So, anyway. Oh, Safe Lettuce likes my hat. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Safe Lettuce. Thank you for the compliment. Let's see. So I gotta put the Grinches, but I also like the Jim Carrey Grinch. Okay, that's a good holiday movie. So I wanna, I wanna see that one. And I wanna see the original cartoon version. I'm still gonna count that as um as one movie though let's see I mean so my must watches I probably watch several Christmas movies in in the uh, month of December but I think my must watch I'm gonna put a Christmas story right that one with the uh Red Rider BB Gun deal gotta do a Christmas story Georgie likes the original Grinch. Georgie also says Die Hard, Die Hard. That is, uh, it's funny how that qualifies as a Christmas movie and yeah, a lot of people are, uh, that's when they watch Die Hard. Kind of cool. Scrooged, that's another one. That's not, it doesn't make my top three. I would say, um, I would say my very top is Christmas Vacation, Chevy Chase. I have, I must watch that every year. I agree with Amber, Polar Express is fabulous. Polar Express, I'm sure, is good if you have uh, little kidlets in your in your house, and uh, I'm sure that that would be lovable. That that is a great movie, very well done. So several years I'll watch Polar Express. I also love those uh, the the old Rudolph, those old puppet things, right? I had to say it, Pod lo- likes the the Chevy Chase Christmas Vacation. It's a classic. That's my, that's my one must-watch if I had to pick one. All right, moving on. Let's see. Uh, Dear Big Diesel, I would appreciate some quick relationship advice. I've been dating a real nice girl since early October, and things are going great. So good, in fact, that the old meet-her-parents... Milestone is coming up shortly. I've been invited over for a holiday gathering at her house. I'm super excited and super nervous. My question is, should I bring her parents a gift? If so, what the hell should it be? I feel like this is a delicate situation that I could easily screw up if I'm not careful. Thank you for your thoughts. This is from Flynn H. Flynn. Love is in the air, Flynn. That is tremendous! Congratulations for having a reason to be nervous about, you know, meeting the parents, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, Home Alone is a good holiday movie that I forgot about. Very good poll, O picks Home Alone. How could I not? How could I forget that? Anyway, I'm sorry. All right, Flynn. All right, so you're meeting the parents. You've been dating this girl a few months, it sounds like. Things are going good. That's excellent. Now, I'm going to say, Flynn, that you're correct in being worried about this, you know, the severity of this thing. I'm going to agree with you that this is something you could screw up, right? So don't do something stupid. Don't do, like, uh, a gag gift. Definitely don't do that. You also don't want to do a douchey gift, right? So you don't want to, um, you don't want to give the mother-in-law to be, see, I've I've stepped way ahead. You don't want to, uh, you know, get her a fur coat or some shit like that. You don't want to do like uh, George Costanza did and just give him a card and say a donation has been made to the such and such in your name. Don't do something douchey. Georgie is is thinking what I'm thinking. Georgie says a nice bottle of wine if you're old enough and a nice bouquet for the mom. That's very nice. Maybe this time of year, something that's Christmassy, a wreath type thing, maybe uh, you know. But a nice bottle of wine is is good. That is good. Don't do like a bottle of bottle of fireball or some shit like that. You'll look uh you'll look like too much of a party animal. nice bottle of wine I like it yeah you where you want to be Flynn is is, you know a little bit of class not over the top safe you want to be if you want to impress the parents you want them to understand and believe you're a safe choice okay I think I had to say it as saying a bottle of Merlot. Yeah. It says a bottle of Malort, but I think you mean Merlot, right? I'm going to have a sip of coffee talking about all these drinks. Yeah, good luck. Flynn, let us know how you do. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Let's see, seven uh, T minus 14 minutes till I have to bail. Okay, what's next in the mailbag? Uh dear Tony, if you don't mind my asking, what nationality are you? This is from Greg from Spokane, Washington. Uh American? <laughs> Hello. I mean, is there is there am I missing something? I think maybe. Maybe what you mean is, like, what cultural heritage am I? Is that what you mean? I mean, I'm American. That's my nationality. Born in the USA. Um. I, uh, so I'm Italian. Is my heritage, right? That's my heritage. So what that means in my case is I have a killer sauce recipe. Actually, two. Um you know i make a good pasta i like to eat i uh you would think that i like to entertain and have friends over but i'm i'm very antisocial especially these days um oh you were so that so that you were correct malort is is a malort is a thing huh i had to say it Oh, Jim pick says, only if the parents are not Muslims. If they are, if you are in a sandwich, my guy. If they are, you are in a sandwich. Sorry. Visible visible librarian, welcome again to the show. Uh, says, weed brownies. This is, we're still answering the previous question. That's so funny. Now I can't even remember what the current question is. Oh yeah, what is my nationality? Yeah, I'm American, but I think you mean what's my cultural heritage, which means which would be I'm Italian. All right. So one of the things that's funny, I didn't realize until really late in life, I didn't realize. So my dad, especially, he was very uh, expressive with his hands when he would talk all this hand stuff. Well, that's an Italian thing. And maybe I like to think I hope that I have some of that, too. I think about that finally when I think about my dear old dad. Um, Yes, and Amber. See, Amber is the historian of our show. She's the staff historian. Amber says, great-grandpa Roberto came over on the boat from Italy in 1906. This is correct. He brought the V family relic, uh, which is in Studio A. I am recording today from Studio B as I do every day. Lord knows the spiderwebs building up at Studio A. Oh, and Lady Letter Carrier is in the house. Good morning, Lady. Good to see you. Better late than never, right? Unfortunately, Lady, I'm actually, I am actually have to cut out at 745. So it's going to be a very brief show for you. Sad. Sad but true. All right, let's take another letter. Let's see. Hey, Tony, have you heard that of all things, Canada is low on maple syrup? Like, what else could go wrong this year? Apparently, they keep reserves for such a situation. But what next if those reserves run out? This is from Paula from Austin, Texas. Canada has run out of maple syrup. Paula, I have no more room in my brain or in my heart. Uh, to worry about uh this sort of thing, you know. Some some Canadian hoser runs out of tree sap for his pancakes. It's it's not my problem. I'm worried about too much other shit these days. It is funny. I it, so I think uh I think Paula has I think this was like a i remember seeing this was this a news article or something i i remember seeing the headline to this effect canada has run out of maple syrup <laughs> i don't know not my problem can't they go with that um horse shit uh, log cabin syrup all the fake syrup right is that so bad i mean i realize that it pales in comparison to the real stuff i keep the real stuff in my prepper stash, it's all real maple syrup in the glass jars. That's what I do. Lady Letter Carrier says the cartel needs to release the reserve. Is it a maple syrup cartel up there? I would not be surprised at all. I've said it over and over. What I really, in my heart of hearts, wish I could be as a profession is a drug dealer. And and a maple syrup uh, is falls in that category for a guy like me. Georgie says strategic maple syrup reserves is the most Canadian thing ever. (laughs) So true. Oh my god, that's so funny. (laughs) Good one, Georgie. Good one. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you you people saw on the uh, Discord pepperoni discord but i did i did have a little um back and forth with the chicago tank everything's a-okay he's enjoying time with his bride he'll be back next week so that uh that made me feel good for anyone who's keeping score and wondering um oh amber has a very good good question about paula's letter she says paula why do you care you're in texas this is a a very good point amber is Paula a busybody? Is she one of those people that if, if life is going okay around where she's at, she's just gonna, she's gonna keep searching far and wide until she uncovers a problem? I think maybe that's it. That could be the kind of person Paula is. Worrying about the stock of maple syrup in Canada. Life life is too short, Paula. That's what I'm saying. Let's see, 7.38. All right, seven minutes left. Let's see what else I can get going. Ooh, a longer one. Dear Tony, our 11-year-old daughter is on the artistic side and has shown some interest in theater and the performing arts. We recently signed her up to try out for a local theater production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Fabulous. That's, that's like my favorite show. She worked really hard to get ready for the tryout, which happened over the weekend. Now here is the rub. With this particular children's theater, every child who tries out gets some sort of part. It's guaranteed. All us parents pay for the child to be in, so she clearly got a part. The problem is... My husband thinks we should tell we should tell her that all co- kids got in. I, on the other hand, think we should let her keep thinking that she earned a part after all her hard work. My husband is very big on being honest and upfront with her, which I generally agree with. But can't we just let her be in this case? This is from Carla G. Why does this letter make me laugh so hard? <laughs> Talk about first world problems. So maybe, maybe she's a, oh, Amber. Yeah. Okay. We're still on the previous question. Uh, This letter makes me laugh so hard. So let's get this straight. Your little 11 year old daughter is, has a, wants to be in theater. So she tried out, she got the part. Only it turns out every kid gets a part. I mean, and she's 11 years old, if I remember correctly. So, to me, this is, okay, I'm going to side with you. I can't remember your name. Carla. I'm going to side with you, Carla. She's 11. I don't think, I don't think she needs some sort of, uh, 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 let, her, let her be proud. She's going to, she worked for it. She's going to be, oh, see, Amber goes the other way. Be honest with her. I had to say it. Pot asks a very important question. It says, which part did she get? Is she a big part or a tree? Number four. Very good point. <clears throat> I, I, I almost, I still say at 11 years old, I don't know. I just think, I feel like you got bigger fish to fry, right? Right. I mean, just enjoy the... She's doing a a positive activity that's going to be very enriching. You know? You got to keep... in Okay, keep everything in perspective here. It seems like your husband is like... is a real hard ass. Maybe. Maybe. And what I'm saying is, what you really want is you want to keep her. You're trying to keep her out of the truck stop, turning tricks for some H, right? That's what we're really trying to do. The rest is minutia. Whether or not she gets, you know, I don't think at 11 years old. We need to be a real stickler, by the way, just so you know. Everyone gets a part. So don't go, don't go feeling too proud about yourself. I don't know. That's the way it feels to me, but what do I know? I don't have an 11-year-old daughter. That's not me. Uh, the chorus always needs people, says Lady Letter Carrier. Yeah, that's true. Let the kid have it, says I had to say it, Pod. It would be good for her. That's kind of what I think. Just give her a day in the sun. Don't worry. I would say tell your husband to shut up. Which I'm sure, Carla, that you're probably pretty good at doing, right? You guys are married, correct? Shut up, that's what you say. I know you've said it a hundred times before. Okay, next, how are we, oh, three minutes. Let's, oh, and a long, okay, here we go. Hey, Tony, HR question here, if you don't mind. I own a company in the tech space and I've got about 25 employees. I'm sure you know how difficult it is to hire good quality people these days. My question is regarding one of my new hires. He's been on board for about six weeks. He is super sharp, and I really like his disposition. He's a great guy, easy to get along with. The challenge is, as the weather has turned colder, he uh, it has become apparent that he has a horrible skin condition. Let's call it a very bad psoriasis. It's amazing that I can read that word correctly psoriasis starts with a P this poor guy is suffering tremendously you can see horrible lesions on his arms neck face it's really bad anyway I can't possibly send him out to clients this way especially in this time when people are so freaked out about germs I don't want to let him go though he's too good what what I want is to do is just have him work from home remotely to be kind of an on-call phone support kind of person. I'm just worried about the politics of this. None of my other techs get to work this way and I wonder if they will be jealous. I also wonder if my new tech will feel like an outcast being asked to work from home. Maybe from an HR perspective, it's too risky. Maybe I should just let him go. What do you think? Uh, This is from Tom K. All right, I have one minute left. This is, okay, you own your freaking company. Do what the hell you want to do. I get so frustrated by people who care, who who worry about the politics of a situation with with their staff. Now, obviously, you don't want to be a dick, but you're not being a dick in this case. You're doing the exact opposite. Oh, there's my alarm. We did hear it. You're doing the exact opposite, okay? You're giving this dude a chance to retain his job. And trust me, okay? If what you described is correct, this dude knows he's living life like a leper. And so do the rest of your employees, okay? So if he has an opportunity, if you're giving him an opportunity, you don't even need to say shit. Don't say, hey, because of your fucked up face, let's do this. No, you don't. You don't have to say anything. Say, you know, you know how I was thinking. We have this, uh, it might be we we we, we might want to start having people work from home. We're just somewhere we're experimenting with. Would you wanna be the first guy? He's gonna say yes. Thank Christ. All right? And then your employees are the same way. No one's gonna say shit. No one's gonna say. Why the hell does why does Hal get to work from home? They all get it. They're all gonna think. Thank Christ. Stop being a pussy. What's illegal? Isn't it against the law to fire someone over an illness? <clears throat> well, okay. Don't get me started. I don't have any time left. Anyway, you're 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 doing a good thing. You're working with this guy's weaknesses. You're going to... So don't worry about it. Just do it. Just do it. You own the company. Just do it. It's not a big deal. Okay. I have to go, everybody. It's been lovely. Happy Tuesday. Thank you for spending time with me today. I love you all. I like you all. I will see you tomorrow morning. And, uh... Until we meet again, I just want to remind everybody, don't take any shit from anyone. Okay? Okay. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye.